glory. The announcements are over. <laughs> Praise God. God is an awesome God, isn't he? Hallelujah. It's good to be in Fort Wayne. Got another announcement. Uh, Pastor Al's Foundation Bible Study Course. If you're going to sign up for that, and I encourage everybody to sign up for that, the last, time, last day, Saturday the 17th, you'll get a half-price discount if you sign up before that. So just encourage everyone. Nita's already signed up. I'm going to sign up today. Glory. Hallelujah. That's going to be good. Just want to thank Pastor Al for the opportunity to stand in his place. We're, we're a team, aren't we? I'll tell you what, Summit Church, a, a big shout-out to Summit Indy. Hallelujah, they're a great, they're a great team. Uh, James Cole's pat, filling in for me today. We all got a part to play, amen? amen. Praise God. The, the name of my message today is, uh, We Are Anointed. We, we, wait a minute, we got to do a confessions. <laughs> you ready to do a confession? Yeah. All right. Uh, my eye doctor told me I had perfectly healthy eyes. <laughs> and I think I could put that all together, but you know what? I got it right here just in case. But that didn't, didn't, I quote him all the time because that's what he said. You have perfectly healthy eyes. <laughs> all right, let's read this together. Ready? Read. I am greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved by you. I am the disciple who Jesus loves. I am my father's favorite child. I am the apple of his eye. I am well-pleasing in his sight. I receive the love that my father has for me. Everything I do and touch shall be blessed because I am the beloved. I am loved, righteous, blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven, talented, Creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, valued, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted and approved, not average, not mediocre, holy, flawless, without blemish, blameless and free from accusation, I am a child of the Most High God. I will become all I was created to be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe every word of it. Amen. You know, back up there, it said that we were empowered. And the next said, we are what? Anointed. And that's the name of my message today. We are anointed. Glory to God. I want to give a shout out to uh, Officer in Indianapolis, Eddie. Uh, he said he was going to be tuning in today to our service. So, hey, Eddie, we salute you. Glad, thank you for keeping us safe in Indy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God is an awesome God. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, the, the message I want to share really is kind of a uh, continuation of what Pastor Al has been teaching us on the grace of God. And the, there was a couple weeks there he was 
teaching on being free from fear. And then uh, uh, you remember the message huddle? Yeah. Pastor Carla greatly blessed me. She was talking about we as a body, and we all have a function. We all have a part. And really, that's kind of, I want to continue that thought. We are all anointed. We are, we are members of, of one body. We're members one of another. Amen? And, and the body is anointed. Jesus, when he started his ministry, he said in the Luke 4, 17, 18, he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Well, we're his body. Amen? He said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach. Wouldn't you think that the same anointing that's on, that he said was on him, where his body is on us? So here's what he said, and this is for us. He says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen? You're, you're anointed to do all that. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed to heal. I'm anointed to speak. Amen. Praise God. And when we, we can speak a word of life to people, well, you know, this, this epidemic thing, you know, is such, change, such, such a change in the world. And I was thinking, we are spreaders. We are spreaders of the anointing. We are spreaders of life. Amen? I mean, people are nervous about something, catching something. We got something for them for the to pass on to them, we got something for them to catch. Amen? And it's life. We have life. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. You know, first scripture I want to start out with is uh, Timothy. He was writing to Paul, or Paul. <laughs> Paul was writing to Timothy. And uh, in the second letter, the very first verse, he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, say life, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. Praise God. First of all, Paul, he knew who he was. He knew he was an apostle, right? He knew he was called. You know, in the first letter that Paul wrote, to uh, Timothy, he was, uh, he was thanking God because God had called him and God had uh, forgiven him and God had anointed him. And when he was writing to Paul, he was, he was thanking God because he says, God came into the world to save sinners, and he says, of whom I'm chief of the sinners. Because he was a persecutor, he was a, a, a rude guy. He was somebody that was tracking down Christians. And God picked him. Glory to God. And, and he said, and, and God set me, Paul's saying, as an example of God's grace and love and mercy. In other words, he was saying, he chose me, the least deserving 
of anybody to be a representative of God, and he chose me. Glory to God. And then, and then he was encouraging uh, Timothy to go and, and uh, to carry on the ministry he, uh, that God had for him. But I, I relate to Paul because we, we were all there, right? We were all walking in death without God, doing our own thing. You, you know, I was, I was doing, ask Siri this question. There are 7 billion... 800,000, no, 7,800,000,000 people on planet Earth. And sometimes I'm just out and you, you see people everywhere and you just wonder how many of them have life. Because every one of us, we had death. We, we were walking around, but we were dead. Amen? But we have life. Jesus came that we would have life. That's what Paul was saying there, according to the promise of life, which is in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ brings life. Matter of fact, Jesus himself said that uh, the thief comes to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus says, but I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's the will of God for everybody. I mean, God's will is that we all have life. Amen? And we have the opportunity to pass that on to people. We've been graced. Matter of fact, I heard that yesterday in my spirit. I heard, uh, when we received Jesus, we not only got saved, we got graced. Glory to God. When I heard that, I had to look up the word. Is great? Is that even a, you know, whenever, whenever you hear from God, you, you check it out with Scripture. So first thing I do, I get on my Bible app, and uh, the word graced is not even in the Bible. <laughs> so I go to my dictionary, and uh, graced, it is a word. <laughs> It's, it's past tense. It's, you, we've been graced. We've received the grace of God. Amen? But, but what, I was, what I was seeing in that, that we not only, in other words, we not only got the opportunity to miss hell and to make heaven, which I praise God that that is the case, because I know I was going to hell. I, I don't know if you knew it or not. I knew I was going to hell. And I used to pray, God, don't give up on me. I'm going to get myself together one of these days. <laughs> Glory to God. And he didn't give up on me. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful. Glory to God. But I was thinking about that. God, he saved us. He, his, for by grace, I love this verse, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace... Are we saved through faith? In that not of ourselves, what? It's the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen? So, and Pastor Al has been, been 
teaching us, and he says he wants us to get it where we can go te- we can teach others. Amen. And uh, so, so he's anointed us and graced us, God has, to, to pass this message on to others. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to look at uh, sec- 1 John chapter 5 and verse 11. And it says, this is the testimony that God has given unto unto us eternal life and this life is in his son he who has the son has life he who does not have the son of God does not have life praise God aren't you glad you have life aren't you aren't you glad you're a carrier of the life of God hallelujah aren't you glad you've been graced I was thinking about that, and we 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 received His grace. But His that, that word grace, I mean, pastor's been teaching on that for weeks, and I tell you what, that word grace gets bigger and bigger every week in my thinking, and and really, it's one of the biggest words in the Bible. Say grace, grace. glory to God. It, grace is a free gift. Uh, the way I see it is God's hand, grace is God's hand out to us with everything we need, and we receive it by faith. We just, we just say, we say thank you for it. Amen? It's, it's God's unmerited favor. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But we've been graced. But I want to look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter... says, I, I think this is supposed to be chapter 2. But anyway, at verse 6, is it up there? Okay. Paul was reminding Timothy, he says, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us. Listen to this verse. I love this verse. Who has set, verse 9, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before time began. He gave up, before time began, he chose us. Amen? Hallelujah. And he he had a purpose for us. And I think, I I really don't believe that when God saves you, that it's just to go to heaven, but there's something that he has for every Christian. It's, and, and, and part of what he has for us is the grace of God. In other words, he graced different individuals to do different things. Amen? 
Stephon Curry, I would say he's probably graced to handle a basketball and to play basketball. Of course, he's got to practice, you know, but he's graced to do it. We are graced to do what God has called us to do. Amen? Of course, we got to practice, right? Uh, I was reading in a verse this morning, as a matter of fact, exercise yourself unto godliness. And then he says, because, and he says, bodily exercise profits little, but godliness profits for this time and that which is to come. In other words, we don't, we don't have to, we don't live, try to live godly to try to get brownie points or any, or try to earn some kind of salvation. We live godly because we are godly. We live righteous because we are righteous. Amen? We live confidently because we are confident, because we know in whom we serve, right? Oh, hallelujah. Say, I'm anointed. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, you know, Paul was telling Timothy, stir up the gift of God that's in you, that was, that, that was put in, in you by the laying on of my hands and uh, by the speaking the word over, uh, over Timothy. But uh, he was telling him to stir it up because, and then he said, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind, the devil's tool to stop you and me, his, his, I believe his number one weapon is fear. And he tries to get you to be timid about sharing God, sharing the things of God. Amen? And that's why, that's why Paul told Timothy to stir, that, stir the gift up. And... and if you look at verse 8, it says, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Glory to God. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, we've all been graced to do something. Amen? And, and two of the things that, that come to my mind that we're graced to do and we're anointed to do and every Christian should be doing is sharing or, you know, sharing what God passing this life on to other people, sharing and looking for opportunities. Amen? And Jesus said it's better to give than it is to receive. I, I just know I, I love receiving, but don't you feel good when God uses you to uh, give and, I mean, to lead somebody to the Lord. Amen? Uh, I'm thinking about a person in Indy there, Norma. <laughs> Some of you know Norma. But she was telling me uh, that she was in a, in uh, Walmart, or I, no, I guess it was Sam's Club, yeah. And when she walks in there, 
she's, she sees a car parked kind of where it's not supposed to be parked, and she's with her husband, and she's, look at this, you know how sometimes we do, we get cranky, <laughs> get out of the spirit, get thinking, man, what's this guy doing parking here, you know? <laughs> and uh, so she was doing that. It was, it was kind of funny she's telling this story because I was reminded that I've done things like that before. <laughs> and uh, and they, she goes in the store, and then when she's coming out, she sees two ladies talking, and they're just friendly and talking to everybody and, and uh, just seem real upbeat and nice. And then uh, <laughs> when she walks, she's walking out behind them, and then she sees they're the ones that are going right to the car. <laughs> so Norma says, <laughs> Norma says, Boy, I really dogged you guys out earlier <laughs> talking about you. <laughs> and, and then the, the one woman said, well, this is my mother, and I, I know I, I'm, I shouldn't have parked right there, but she can hardly walk because uh, she, something's wrong with her leg, you know, and she's in a lot of pain. <laughs> and uh, so you never know. <laughs> so anyway, then Norma just goes on her way, and uh, she hears on the inside of her, go back. <laughs> Anybody ever heard that before, go back? <laughs> I mean, this is when she t was telling me this story. This, this got my attention because uh, I remember one time I told Pastor Al this and even put it on. Uh, I filmed it. I was in Vegas last year, and uh, I'm out walking, just fellowship with the with the Lord. And I had been over to the pool earlier, and I was just being friendly, talking to some guys from out of town and everything, and. Uh, guy's over there smoking a cigar. He's some of his friends smoking a cigar. So I got talking to him and everything. He opens up a bag, and he says, here, have one of these cigars. So I pulled the, get the cigar. <laughs> and just, I'm a good receiver. <laughs> Whether I'm going to smoke it or not, I'm a good receiver. <laughs> and I didn't want to cheat him out of a blessing. So, I'm a, so then I'm out walking, and I see this. I, as I'm coming back off of my walk, I'm coming back toward uh, where we're staying, and walking past this, hot this uh, hotel and uh, casino, and there's a guy talking on the phone, and he is angry, and, you know, sometimes, most of the time it's not wise to, to try to say something to an angry person unless the Lord is leading you. But this guy is hot. He's cursing. He's using F word, every N word, every word that, that kind of pierces your ears. And, uh, and as I go by him, you know, I'm thinking, man, this dude, what is it? You know, and you're, you're thinking, wow. And I hear the Lord say, go back. That's why I related to Norton's story. She said, so I go back, and, uh, and I didn't really, you know, sometimes the Lord will tell you to do something. And sometimes when I don't want to do it, I'm thinking it's probably the Lord. <laughs> Anybody, can you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't want to talk to this guy. <laughs> but then, uh, then as I obeyed him and I started walking back, then, he, then the Lord says, give him that cigar. When I heard that, man, I got much more confident. <laughs> so I walk up to him and said, hey, I want to give you something. <laughs> and I gave him the cigar. And, uh, and he just started changing gears, man. He just started getting, and I started talking about Jesus and about the love of God and how God loved him. And, and 
glory to God. And, and we, we just, I said, Let, let's pray. And he ended up praying and getting saved. <laughs> and then I took my, I never, the only time I ever did it, I think, did a selfie for us. I said, man, let me, it must have been the Holy Spirit put it in my mind. <laughs> uh, let's get this on tape. <laughs> so he did, and I just remember him, he's got this, he said, uh, he's talking real mild and quietly he where he was going nuts a second ago and he said uh the lord brought me a new friend today <laughs> and he gave me a good cigar he's talking like that just real meek <laughs> and then i jump in <laughs> and i say but i gave but he received something better than this cigar he received i'm a testimony i can testify this man received jesus today. so i still got that so anyway i just say that because god told norma go back there so norma goes back there she finds out the woman you know got a bad painful leg and uh and then norman her husband start walking to the car and then a god tells her tells her to go back there and uh she says can i pray for you and the woman says oh yeah i wish you would and norma prayed for the lady and uh, uh then the, and the lady said you know there's a lot of people that say something that you know feel sorry for me and everything you're the first person that asked me if they if if, if you if uh i would allow you to pray for me so I, I'm just thinking, these are just some examples. I, I, t I think of another example. I'm talking about we're graced. We are graced. We are graced to reach the lost, and we are graced to encourage one another. Amen? I mean, I, I'm encouraged today because you guys are sitting out there right now. Amen? I mean, thank God for online, every, you know, and, and praise God. We got people watching that we know. It. Officer Eddie, he's watching. But there's something about being in church. And I remember Pastor Carla, when she was teaching on huddle, you know, we're all a part of a team, like a football team. And she was just saying how sometimes we, we, we miss people when they're not there. And it's not that you know, it's because it's we're wondering about them. But there's a real blessing in being in church. And I understand, you know, COVID and all that. You know, I definitely understand that. But we draw off of one another. I, mean, I remember the, when I first got saved, I guess I'd just always been in church, you know, ever since I got saved because I was so glad I wasn't going to hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. So I was in church every day the doors were open. And God just put it on my heart after a while, and I started learning some things. I go to church. I go to church not just to hear the word and be blessed. I go to church to be a blessing. And, and I, think, I think sometimes people don't realize when they're just being there, they are a blessing. We, we, we draw strength off of one another. Amen? And we're all graced to do two things, lead people to Jesus, minister to the world, and encourage one another. Amen? I, we were, uh, we were uh, going to the gym, Nita and I, just last week. 
And uh, as we're walking in, a young couple, they're holding, they hold the, held the door open for us, you know. I didn't think much about it, but I thought it was kind of nice, young people, and, you know, and, uh, let us in front of them and everything. But then after we got done working out, doing our thing, Nita goes over to the Starbucks that was nearby. And I'm, I stay in the gym for about 15 more minutes. And then I go over into Starbucks and I see Nita talking to those two people. My first thought is, oh man, Nita's holding court again. You know, she's, 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 she's ministering to somebody. But what had happened, that, that same couple was in Starbucks. And when the young man saw Nita hope I'm telling this right, came up to her and said, ma'am, this might sound strange, but do you write? And then she said, yeah, I, I do. She said, well, I'm, then the young man said, well, I'm just a young man that loves Jesus. And I feel like the Lord wanted me to come over and, and, and tell you that he loves the way you write. And then Nita shared that with me, and Nita was in tears because it blessed her so much. And I went over to the guy, and I said, I said, thank you for doing that. I said, that's the kind of stuff we usually try to do. I mean, isn't that, we, we do, we want to do, so it's good to be on the receiving end and on the giving end. Amen? Say, I'm graced. I'm blessed. I'm anointed. Amen. Praise God. I want to share a verse that, that's not on my notes, and then I'm going to try to get some of the, to some of these notes. But I would have to say this is probably my favorite verse. It's hard to break it down to just one verse, but anybody know what 2 Corinthians 5.17 says? Anybody know that? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Amen? So we're new creatures in him. But then right after it says that, it, it says that it was God working in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And it says, to, to, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. That verse, tell, it tells me, I mean, and I, I remember when I first got saved, I saw that. I'm a, and I started saying, I'm a minister. I'm a minister. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know. But you are a minister. We are all ministers of reconciliation. Amen. We've all been graced to share it. And then uh, it goes on, and, and, and then the very, in chapter 6, it, Paul goes on to say, let's see, I think I got this one written down. It's something how you put your notes together and then you get verses after that. But in, in 2 Corinthians 6, 1, right after he says that we're new creatures and we have a ministry, every one of us have a ministry, Paul says, we then as workers together with him, say, I'm a worker, I'm a worker. Together, with God. together with God. We then as workers together with him also plead with you, this is Paul speaking to the Corinthians, 
We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. Hallelujah. We've, received, we've been hearing so much about grace, and we've received, we're saved because of grace, God's free gift. But then Paul says to the Corinthians, don't receive the grace of God in vain. And I had to think about what, what that meant. And then he goes on to say, and he started saying, talking about his ministry, and he was saying, in a nutshell, what he's saying I don't do anything to get in people's way of seeing salvation. In, in other words, everything he does, it's, it's so that others can be saved and be a partaker of this, this grace life that we've all received. Are you with me on that? Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So let's get back to some of these scriptures. Uh, let's look at... Uh, Acts chapter 20, verse 24, I like this. Paul was talking to the Ephesians, a bunch of Ephesian pastors, and he was giving them kind of like a farewell message. He wasn't going to see them anymore. He's giving them some last words. And uh, he was saying that the Holy Spirit witnesses to me that every, everywhere I go, I know that there's going to be bonds and affliction and people trying to, you know, the devil stirring up trouble. But, he, but then he goes on and say, says in verse 24, but none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy in the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Glory to God. None of these things move me. In other words, the, the devil, he will, try to, he will try to get us to back up. He will try to get us to tone down. That's what he was trying to do with uh, Timothy. That's why Paul told him, stir up the gift that's in you because God has not given us the spirit of fear. And the main tool that the devil uses is fear. Amen? I, I, was, I looked up the word uh, fear not. And uh, the word fear not is in the Bible 175 times. Just that word, fear not. In other words, fear is a big tool that the devil uses. I'm so glad when Pastor was preaching on, on the, the grace of God these last few weeks, he took about two or three weeks and he talked about being free from fear. You guys remember those? I love those those. Uh, those weeks that he was teaching on that. Because the devil, fear is like the number one weapon that he tries to give. But God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen? Hallelujah. But we have a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. But, but Paul was telling Timothy to stir the gift up. And that's what we got to do with one another. We just, we stir one another up. When we get together, we're stirring each other's up. Amen? Hallelujah. And then, uh, let's look at 2 Corinthians one twenty one. Say, I'm anointed. Okay, here's a verse to back up that. Now it is God who strengthens us together with you 
in Christ and who has anointed us. Praise God. We are anointed. And then look at John 14 and verse 12. This is an astounding verse. Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do will he do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go unto my Father. Hallelujah. He says, we're going to do the greater works. That means whatever he did, the Holy Spirit in us, because he's going to do the same thing through us. But we got to kind of give God the opportunity to do it. Amen? I mean, we got to step out. And, I mean, you got to put your hands on somebody. Amen? I mean, I mean, it don't work. I mean, you know, pastor said something. I loved it about a week or two ago, talking about praying in tongues. And he said, it's God talking to God. Did you remember him saying that? God talking to God. In other words, the Bible says, likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities. We don't know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit. So in other words, when we're praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit in us is giving us the utterance. I mean, it is God talking to God, but God can't do it without us. <laughs> Amen? So if God is the Holy Spirit in us, we yield to him. We speak in tongues, and, and, and we're speaking to the God that's on the throne, and we're speaking mysteries to him, and the Holy Spirit's giving us the unction to do it that's an awesome thing god talking to god <laughs> and, and I, I would just say I, I tell you ever since he said that <laughs> he said and i think the holy spirit was already talking to me about it but when he said that ever since that i said I, i'm I, I, we all got to speak in tongues more amen and then and then a brother ernie from our church he said something very profound he was talking about angels, and he said he was encouraging us all to pray in tongues more. And uh, angels hearken to the voice of our word. That's what it says in Psalm 103.20, that, that when we speak the word of God, angels, when we speak words of life, words of faith, angels go forth. When we're talking to a mountain, remove angels and power goes forth to remove those things. But he was just saying, well, we pray in other tongues because we're speaking mysteries, angelic activity goes forth. That encouraged me. What he said and what Pastor Al said, that encouraged me to pray in tongues more. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'd never hear, I'd never like it when I hear that sound from her phone because <laughs> we're usually in bed and I don't want to hear that <laughs> alarm go off. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> you know, G 
I believe it's, and these, aren't, these verses aren't on, my, on the notes either. <laughs> but Jesus said, the harvest is great and the laborers are few. I just told you there's, there's almost 8 billion people on this earth. He said that the, the harvest is great, and that was 2,000 years ago. How great is the harvest now? The harvest is great, the laborers are, t- are few. But then he said, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers into the harvest. So that's one thing every one of us can do is, is we can pray, Lord, send laborers. We can not only pray that, because Jesus told it, we, we're supposed to pray it. Jesus, I, I just, when I just recently saw it again, I got revived in it. Every one of us should be praying, Lord, send laborers. And not just across individuals, and I do that a, a lot, across their path. But just laborers in general to share the gospel. And then we can be one of those laborers, amen? And then right after, right after Jesus said that, actually Jesus said that because he was looking at the multitude and he said he saw the multitude and he was moved with compassion because he saw the multitude and they were like sheep without a shepherd. They, did, they were like weary, they, they, they had like they had lost their way. And then right after that, that's when Jesus, he says to his 12, he calls them and he says, he says, I give you power, I give you power, power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he said, go and preach the kingdom of God. So in other words, he saw the multitude. He had already been out healed, Jesus was. But he saw the multitude. He was moved with compassion. He said, I need some help in this. And he got 12. And then right after he got the 12, then in uh, Luke chapter 10, he got 70. He, he, he commissioned 70 others. I was laying in bed thinking about this this morning. I was thinking about cowboy movies. <laughs> and typical cowboy movie, how the bat, there's a mob of bad guys with the mask on. <laughs> kind of like that one you got on, Tracy. <laughs> only, only they got a cowboy hat on. <laughs> they ride into the town. <laughs> And create all kinds of havoc, and the townspeople are all riled up and, and scared. And there's usually one sheriff in town, and then there's maybe he's got like maybe a couple deputies. But then what, you know, they, they've got to do something, right? So what do they do? They get the, these old guys, and they're, some of them are farmers, and some of them are business owners, and they, they all, okay, raise your hand, Right? So they all raise their hand, <laughs> and they take an oath. All right, you're deputized. And then they hand out badges. All of a sudden, they're deputized. I was thinking, we've been deputized. We've been authorized. Jesus saw the multitude. He was mo- He's still moved with compassion, and he's moving through us. Amen? And then he called 70, and they went out. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God, and to heal the sick. And then when they came back, I do, this is one of the verses I do have on the notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. When, when the 70 returned, let's look at this. Luke 10, 17. 
Then the 70 returned, say, with joy. Why did they have joy? Because they found out and said to the Lord, Lord, even the demons are subject unto us in your name. Glory to God. Has anybody experienced that? When you went out, you realize God will use you to lay hands. God will use you not only to lay hands on the sick, but to heal the sick. Amen? Say, I'm anointed. Oh, hallelujah. And Lord, and, and we've been sent, you know. I love it, like the testimonies I was sharing about when God says, go back there. You know, I love those kind. But sometimes God don't say anything. You just got to take a step. Amen? So I heard one guy say he just, he just goes to, to Walmart, and he says he's never been stopped from praying for anybody in Walmart. And he just goes to Walmart just to hang out and just to, and just to and I mean, I've done that for years, really, down, not at Walmart, but, but downtown, because the guy that led me to the Lord, when I got saved, uh, he'd get off, he's a, a disc jockey, uh, Roger Holloway, some of you might know him, but he's a disc jockey in Indianapolis, he'd get off work, I'd meet him. And we'd just go hang out. He'd be in a store or something. I, I, we'd be in a store, and I'd look over there. He's got somebody in the corner, and he's praying for him. Well, I just got saved. The guy that led me to the Lord, that's what he's doing. I just figured that's what I'm supposed to be doing the rest of my life. <laughs> so I started doing those kind of things and looking for action. Amen? But it was so exciting when you saw. I remember somebody at work one time, they, they, they knew I was lost and now i'm saved they knew it was real and they had like a little knot on their neck and and she said pray will you pray for that so i put my hand on it put my finger on it prayed and i mean like trick photography it was totally gone i I was surprised as anybody (laughs) but when i saw god doing those i remember i was in in india oh my goodness i was in india they brought a blind woman to me totally blind I did like this, she, you know, and she, I'm, I'm this far, three, three feet away from her. She don't even see that hand. And long, kind of a long story short, uh, yeah, it's not that long. <laughs> so <laughs> she has this, uh, these beads or some kind of like witchcraft thing around her neck. I said, what is this to the translator? And, they, she, and I found out what it was. And I said, oh, I, I know, I prayed for her. And I'm checking her out, and she's still not seeing. Then I noticed that, and I said, what is that? So, so I found out it's a witchcraft thing. I pulled my pocket knife out. I said, I'm going to cut this out off, all right? <laughs> and she says, yeah. I cut it off, prayed again. She sees perfectly. I mean, I mean I'm, just, I'm just sharing this and some things because those things don't, spirit things don't ever get old. Spirit things are more real than anything. And when you see it in front of your own eyes, you can't live in I mean, you can't get rid of it. You know what I mean? And, and these 70, that's what happened to them. It says they returned. They said, even the demons are subject unto us. How? In his name. That, that's, that's the key, in his name. Amen? We, we represent him. 
And then Jesus, how, what did Jesus say in verse 18? And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Glory to God. And then he said this, verse 19, Behold, I give unto you power, authority, to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing, say nothing, nothing. shall by any means hurt you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a verse. Let's say that together. Nothing, nothing. shall by any means hurt me. I have authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me. Glory to God. But then, then also Jesus said, don't rejoice that the demons are subject unto you in my name rejoice rather that what that your name is written in heaven glory to god i'm not rejoicing just because i see some action i love it though we love that action don't we we love to be used by god (laughs) and and that's what we are we've been graced amen we are anointed and in in the the confession we you know that's why it's so great to say those things. That confession that we just we do every Sunday, I'm anointed is one of the words. Amen. We are anointed, but we but by confessing it, we're reminding ourselves of something that's really true. We're not confessing to get it. I'm not confessing I'm anointed to get anointed. I'm confessing I'm anointed because I'm anointed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> that, when Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. When I saw that verse, I just started confessing that for myself. It just seemed like a good verse to confess. And then I remember I heard Lester Summer. You remember Lester? I remember Lester said, it blessed me so much. He was reading that verse one time or quoting it. And he said, I quote that verse Every day, of the, every day over my life. It blessed me because that's what I was doing. I was do- <laughs> and it would be a good thing for all of us to do. Saying the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? He's anointed me. Why? To preach. What else? To heal. To set people free. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I think I want to end on, I don't know what the time is. Was that my timer? <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to end with this. <laughs> Mark 16. So we see Jesus healing and doing miracles, casting out devils. Then we see the 12, you know, because Jesus is moved with compassion. He's still moved with compassion. Amen? So we see the 12. But then right after that, he, he, he sends out 70 more. And then after that, we see in Mark 16, this is after the resurrection, he's called us all. Amen? Let let me just quote, I'll read this, but let me quote uh, Matthew, the way Matthew says it. He's in, I believe it's Matthew 18, verse 28, right at the end there. Jesus says, 
all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Then he says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And he says, And I'm with you forever to the ends of the earth. That's how, that's how he, it, it's recorded in Matthew. And Pastor Al's been telling us, you know, he, he, his desire is for us to teach what we're learning here, right? And that's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said to his disciples. Whatever I've said to you, go and teach others in all authority, in heaven and in earth. Amen? And then, and I love this. This is in, we'll, we'll end with this. This is Mark 16. So after he sends the 70 out, then he sends the whole church. We've all been commissioned. And he says unto them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. I got some demon stories to tell. To well, I'll do just real quick. I remember one time I was in church. This is the first church, or second church I started going to. I'm praying for a young man after the service, you know, kind of just praying and leading him to the Lord. And I, I got his hand and saying, leading him in the prayer. And he says, I'm saying, Father, he's repeating, Father, in the name of Jesus. And go, when, I, when he got to Jesus, when we were just talking about that, it's good to say, use the name Jesus. Sometimes, you know, people don't get too nervous about God. But Jesus is the dividing line. Because Jesus is the only way, he is the only truth, and he's the only life. And no man comes to the Father except through him, right? So, so don't be ashamed to use the name Jesus. But when he got to the place, Jesus come into my heart, he, wouldn't, he couldn't say it. And then I'm looking at him, and he starts, like, getting bigger. You know, he's just a young kid, but it's like he starts blowing up like... And then finally I realized, man, this is a devil. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, when you see these things, it brings this word that we read and you actually see it, man, you know that this thing is real. And you, you want to be involved in it more. You, you want to be involved in it. Here's your prayer. Here's my prayer. Lord, here am I. Use me, Lord. Send me. Amen. And he's going to, and he does it. Praise God. But anyway, the guy started swelling up, blowing up. And then uh, I had like a brother who was kind of like the bouncer, you know, your, your, what is, your usher. <laughs> he's standing behind the guy. He's a big guy. <laughs> About your size. He's a big guy. And he gets behind him and grabs him. I said, let him go. He lets him go. The guy falls on his belly, on, his, on the floor. <laughs> this, is almost, this is almost R-rated, but, <laughs> but, we're in, but it's God. <laughs> 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 he 
he falls on the floor and he's slithering like a snake. Bound. Some people in Indy, Rhonda and James Cole, they'll testify. They were there. They saw it. <laughs> he, he's, he's bouncing. He, he's gyrating and slithering at the same time. There's no way you can. It, it was something supernatural. Nobody could do it. And as he's doing that, I say, I'm saying to him, in the name of Jesus, come out of him. And I'm saying, I saw Norval Hayes do that, you know. I saw Lester Sumrall do it. I just did what I saw other people do. That's all we're supposed to do, you know. But when you see it, you see it yourself, then you're going to be teaching others to do it. Amen. But anyway, the God young man, he is like air was let out of him. Finally, after saying, come out of him. And he, they, we help him up, continue the prayer, he gets saved. He's like the guy in, in Vegas I was telling you about, soft and, and meek and totally a different person. And this thing is real. Say, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. Hallelujah. Last verse. They went forth, verse 20 of Mark 16, they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. I always try to give people what the word says because of that verse right there. He says, I'll confirm. You know, sometimes we don't know what to say to people. You don't have to quote a verse. I mean, I like quoting them. You don't have to quote a verse. It's sometimes it's better not to quote a verse. Just know a verse and tell it to a person. Are you with me on that? Because that's speaking the word. And God says, I'll confirm that with signs following. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to give people an opportunity to uh, be born again. If you've never received Jesus, he's the most real thing.